0: Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. I have personally used IXL with students to support them in math, and I love that it focused on the skills that students needed and could help differentiate learning for them. I was also able to look at the data and use that information to inform my instruction. Do you want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com B. That's IXL.com B-E. Welcome to the Teacher Burnout Podcast, where we explore the challenges of burnout for teachers and share practical strategies to support teacher well-being. I'm your host, Barb Flowers. If you're a teacher looking for ways to prevent burnout or an educational leader searching for strategies to support your team, this podcast is for you. Let's dive in. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Teacher Burnout Podcast. I wanted to let you know about a freebie I have about how to not dread your Mondays. Have you ever dreaded your Mondays? I know that I have. And so I wrote out my four best tips on how to stop dreading Mondays. Go to my Instagram at BeatingEducatorBurnout and click the link in the bio to find that freebie. So today's topic on the podcast is how to manage your time efficiently. So today we're gonna talk about this, and I'm going to give you some tips on ways to manage your time. And I think this is a really important topic because when we talk to people and we hear about how they're doing, one of the first things people say is, I'm so busy. We're so busy. We've had a lot going on. And if I think about this and reflect on this in my own life, this is something I say often too. And I've been busy, I think, in every season of my life. Even before I was a teacher, when I was in college and single, I was busy. Um, I was busy as a teacher. I was busy. I'm busy now as a principal. I've been busy with kids, without kids. We choose how to manage our time. We all get the same 24 hours. So I think most people are busy. So I just think that I can share some good tips for you for how to um, manage your time efficiently. But I wanted to share before we get started on that that the average person is on social media between two and three hours a day. So before we even think about how we manage our time, I want you to think about how much time are you spending on social media that might be wasted time. So you can look at your screen time. I know your phone will log it and you can see how much of your time are you spending on social media. So that's one thing I want you to think about when you're thinking about how busy you are all the time. So it's so important for us to manage our time efficiently because one, like I was just saying, we're so busy, but when we're aware of time management, we can actually be more productive and have time to get the things we want and need to get done. So it also helps our stress if we're managing our time efficiently because we know exactly what we're using our time for. And if done right, it can help us get to places on time without rushing place to place and being late. I know that was me Uh, for many years in my life. I was just rushing place to place. I was running late because I had too many things scheduled, too much on my plate, too high of expectations of what I thought I could get done. So, we're going to jump into those tips of how to manage your time efficiently. So, tip number one is have routines. I am a huge fan of routines, I love routines. Um, if you think about it as a teacher, we have routines at school for our students. You should have routines for every area of your classroom. As a principal, I work on routines with the staff for, you know, dismissal, arrival, breakfast, lunch recess, all of those sorts of areas, we have routines for everything that we do. And so it's really important that we have our own routines in our lives. And so for me, I love my morning routine. I'm a huge fan of that because while my kids are sleeping still, I wake up early, I exercise, I read a few pages of personal development, I journal, I just have that morning block a little over an hour for myself. And that's because I intentionally wake up early and have planned that routine. If I didn't have that routine, I would not have time for myself every day. So that is so important for me. Also, I love my evening routine. A big part of my evening routine is every evening I clean up the kitchen and have everything ready for the morning. I hate when I come downstairs and the kitchen is a mess and there's stuff all over the house. So I clean up the kitchen, I declutter, I organize, and then when I come downstairs, it just feels good to start the day fresh with a nice clean house. I also have a skincare routine I do at night, do the same thing every night, that way I get it in. And also I like to spend time with my husband and we watch a quick show together. So that's an important evening routine for me. I also have weekly routines. So weekly routines for me are meal planning on Sundays. I like to pick out my outfits for work so that I'm set up for the week. Um, I also like to uh, do my scheduling at that time for the week. So I have routines. I clean on Saturdays. I pick up groceries on Saturdays. So I don't have to think about these things throughout the week because I know I have it planned for the weekend. My second tip is to have calendars very organized calendars i love planning and scheduling so i have lots of calendars i'm a huge fan of google calendar and having a digital calendar um, i use digital calendars for work and then at home and for my personal life but at home i also have a calendar on my wall that my kids and husband can um, write down things that they have going on and then i have a dry erase calendar on my refrigerator that I can write out exactly what's going on with my family for the week. So we know where everybody's supposed to be when my kids are getting off the bus here. We just have exactly what the schedule is for the week written on the calendar. And that helps me because every day I can just go to that calendar and know exactly what's going on. My third tip is to have to-do lists. I'm a huge fan of to-do lists because If I do not have a to-do list, then whatever is on my list is in my head. I create lists in my head of what I need to do. But as soon as I put it on paper, it's out of my brain and it saves space and it reduces stress for me. So to-do lists are so helpful. So I have to-do lists. I have to-do lists at home of when I get home from school, these are things I want to get done. Um, I also do to-do lists at school when I get there each day. I look at my calendar and my schedule of what I have going on and then I make a list of what I want to get done so that I'm productive in those times that I don't have meetings or I'm not in classrooms and then I also make a to-do list for each month of the school year and this is so helpful for keeping me on track of knowing exactly what I need to do you know in September and October because we know with the different seasons throughout the year it gets really busy so Each year when I'm thinking, did I do everything I needed to at the end of the school year? I just look at my list and know that I've hit everything on the list. So that's really helpful. Tip number four is to time tasks. So this was a tip I got from my coach, and I love this tip so much. So what I mean to time your tasks are, for example, I'll give myself 10 minutes to unload the dishwasher and wipe down the counters. Or at work, I'll give myself 15 minutes to enter discipline data or work on the schedule. And giving myself 15 minutes, it it, one, feels a little bit like a challenge, and so I'm working quickly to get it done in that time period that I set. But it also stops perfectionism for me, because I know if I have 15 minutes, I think to myself, I'm going to get this done in 15 minutes. I'm not going to drag this out. I will get it done. And so that makes me stop overthinking and wanting to redo things. I just do my best, get it done, and move on to the next thing. So that is really helpful for saving time. Tip number five is to take breaks. We do this with our students. We give them brain breaks. We change activities to keep them engaged. We have kids that take individual breaks, but we need to make sure that we're taking breaks throughout the break, throughout the day. Taking breaks actually increases productivity. It helps reduce your stress because you stop and you can take a breath, which then increases your ability to focus. It also increases creativity. So people who are working all day, um, you know, I know we get planning and we have different times throughout the day that we can stop, but you need to be intentional to stop throughout the day. So even if you drop off your kids, maybe take a – Lap around the building before you start your planning time or your lunch time, so that you're really taking that break, you're letting your brain just kind of shut down for a minute and not have to think about anything else. Tip number six is simple multitasking, and I say simple multitasking because I'm not talking about what we generally think of multitasking, where I'm working on lesson plans and I'm grading papers. That's not helpful, you need to focus on one thing at a time. But I'm talking about simple tasks that you can do at once. So listening to a podcast while I clean. Sometimes I like to take a walk on my treadmill and I'll do some work while I'm walking so I can get some steps in. I take my daughter to gymnastics and during that time, if it's nice, I walk or I run to get some exercise so that I'm using every minute that I have very intentionally and I'm getting in movement and, you know, I'm not just... I have it planned out so that I'm using it how I want to use it. Tip number seven is to say no. Learn to say no to things you don't want to do. That'll save you a lot of time. You should not be wasting your time on things that you don't want to do because you didn't have the boundaries to tell somebody no. So that's a great tip, and I would say practice saying no if you're not good at that. So those are the tips I have for uh, managing your time efficiently and a if- And I hope that that was helpful for you. I hope you find some strategies that work that maybe you're not already doing. And if you find some, please comment and let me know. I'd be curious to hear what you find helpful. So thank you for tuning into the Teacher Burnout Podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at beatingeducatorburnout. And please subscribe to this podcast and stay tuned for the next episode.